Welcome to the Contemporary Controversy Podcast, the Christmas episode. Man, I have been looking forward to this all year long. Merry Christmas, everyone. Super excited for today because I have a very special guest with us. Today, I want to introduce y'all to Daniel Forbes. Daniel, come on to the show. Hey, Chad. Merry Christmas. Dude, Merry Christmas. Good to see you. How are you doing today? I'm not doing too well right now, to be honest with you, man. We just had a little mishap, didn't we? Yes, we did. So, funny story to all of you listening. Uh, Hopefully, some of you feel some sympathy for me. But I was in the middle of recording a podcast with Daniel, this podcast, And in the middle of it, I was holding up a coffee mug and acting like I was spilling it, but I forgot that there's liquids inside it and it poured all over my keyboard. And so um, I'm using my friend's laptop right now and uh, I'm keeping all liquids away from his laptop, but my MacBook Air is officially done for. It's toast. It's toast. Now, Daniel got a good kick out of it, and I did too. You did. But I'm not looking forward to having to invest in a new laptop now. So, donations in the link below. Do <laughs> 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 you feel led to give a laptop? <laughs> but seriously, Daniel, welcome to the show. Uh, I want to say um, Daniel is, is, is a really good friend of mine. Um, he's also my cousin, my first cousin. Um, and also just, he's been a blessing in my life. He's like a brother to me. Uh, we've been best friends for, for years. I mean, he's five years younger than me and, um, right five, I think it's five, but anyways, 26, I'm 31. He's 26. So he's just been a big part of my life. So, Daniel, welcome to the show, and also, I would just like for you to give a little, a quick introduction to who you are. Yeah, so a little little quick synopsis about me. My name is Daniel. I live in Odessa, Texas. Shout out to all those Odessans out there. Been here all my life, sadly. I graduated from uh, UTPB with my degree in accountancy, and I currently work at an oil and gas company. I'm married to my wife, Nicole. She does some marketing work for a local credit union. And we also have a son who's not a person. It's a dog. His name is Sherman. And so, yeah, everything's going good. We're looking forward to spending Christmas with each other tomorrow and with our families and all that good stuff. For sure. Well, I was hoping to make it down this year, uh, but because of COVID and everything else, uh, obviously plans got shifted just a tad but we're making the best of it um that's 2020 for you and what better way to end off my 2020 with uh hot chocolate all over my macbook to to end its life so that's great that's right tis the season tis the season to be jolly so today's episode uh obviously it's gonna more of a Christmassy episode um but we're gonna be talking about some of the joys of what Christmas actually is. And then we're going to have some fun at the end. Make sure you stick around to the very end of the video 
we are going to be offering a prize to you who listen all the way through and listen to the instructions of how you can inquire this prize. I'll give you a hint. It involves caffeine uh, from a very prominent chain, coffee chain. So, Dan, I'll see Starbucks. You. Uh, yeah. So, Dan, I'll see you're all festive. I'm wearing a little nice shirt. Love came down. Uh, sir. You're all dressed up. I have my coffee mug, which I'll secure so I don't drop it again. Uh, go Cowboys, by the way. Go Cowboys. We still have a chance. Dude, yes. I'm clinging on to hope. And today's episode is actually about hope, actually. So Christmas, I think throughout these centuries, Christmas has definitely evolved in what its original meaning was. Um they don't, you and I know this, 2020 has been a terrible year. It's It's been a combination of job losses, politic drama, uh, deaths, COVID, um, life circumstances hitting. There's just been anything that can go wrong has gone wrong. And um, obviously we want to recognize that, that because of that, it's made everyone's year very difficult. And, um, and obviously we don't take that lightly, but we want to bring you hope and joy and, and laughter. And so that's why Daniel and I are here today is to just make you laugh. So as Christians, I want to remind us that we do have a hope and a joy beyond what 2020 has for us or any year has for us. Um, we have a hope in a Savior, a Savior who completely emptied himself to come down to be born from a Virgin Mary so that you and I can have life. And so I want to talk a little bit about that hope, and then Dana and I are going to have just some fun conversations, and we really want you guys to interact with that as well. So Daniel, you know, I, I want to, you know, thank you for coming on the show, but Man, you know, I'll touch on some of what Christmas is, but, you know, isn't it awesome that uh, we have a, a savior, um, a king who was willing to completely empty himself just to come down to save us? Absolutely. You know, when you think about Christmas and you think about uh, all the gifts that we receive from other people, um, what we need to keep in the forefront of our mind is the ultimate gift that, that God sent in his son, Jesus, uh, because God literally left a perfect place called heaven and he, he, he came down on earth in human form. Jesus did that so that he could live a life that, that he knew that we would be living in the future. And so he could sympathize with us and empathize with us and allow us to um, kind of connect with him in that personal level so yeah. that we couldn't say, oh, well, Jesus, Jesus doesn't know what I go through on a daily basis, you know, because it's, it's like, no, he did. That's why God sent his son, Jesus. Yeah. So that is the ultimate gift that we have during Christmas. And it's a gift of hope and love and joy and peace. And that's honestly why Christmas is my favorite holiday. Yes, amen. And that's something that all of us need right now is love, joy, and peace, as it's been a difficult year. Um, so 
you know, I want to talk about just a few passages that kind of touch on this. So in the Old Testament, there's a lot of prophetic visions of what's going to happen in the New Testament. Uh, in the in the Old Testament, there was a lot of hints at Jesus coming down to earth to provide a perfect sacrifice for our sins. If you don't know what sin is, sin is essentially what separates us from God because we are broken and fallen in our sinful nature. Uh, because of that, we need a, a savior. We need somebody to come and rescue us from darkness. And so actually in Isaiah 9, 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, uh, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. As you go further on and you go into the New Testament, this is where the joy happens. God follows through with this promise that he made in the Old Testament. And in Luke 7, it says, And she, referring to the Virgin Mary, gave birth to her first son. She, she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger and because of because there was no guest of room available for them and let me touch on that for a little bit there's something very important about that daniel because when jesus entered into the world he entered in the most vulnerable way known to the men he entered into a normal human birth uh through a woman who was a virgin and um and beyond that he entered into essentially she was a sinful woman like he used a sinful woman to bring out the son of god which is crazy if you think about it but beyond that we often i think misconstrue how jesus actually came into the world let me remind you jesus came into the world and um he came into the world and he was put in a manger well a manger back in those days was basically a food trough. Uh, a food trough. Yeah. So with hay, there was animals all around. It was not, let's just say it was not a clean spot. It wasn't perfect. Not sanitary. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't sanitary. It wasn't the perfect stable and all that. They were literally, there's a lot of uh, research has been done. They think it might have been a cave actually to where it was the a lot of times they put animals in the caves and the house would back up to it um so because of that because people would often try to steal animals and whatnot and if anybody else says well that didn't really happen well then prove it to me but beyond the point um yeah so he was in a manger he came in the most vulnerable way to man which is very important because i think that the factor that we have a savior that was willing to enter and humble himself uh, is just a huge praise uh, to me. Let, let me just add something to that. You know, you talk about the humility of Jesus when he came down to earth, you know, you think about ways that he could like show himself up to earth. Yeah. And what I picture is some grandioso like trumpets playing and angels all around and you know, all this music and, and dancing and happiness, but no, he, he chose to come and humble himself and, and really just not, I mean, people would praise him in the end, but he, he, he came in a, in the humblest form possible. 
um, that was so unworthy of praise from the beginning. And there's actually a verse to back that up. Do you mind reading that, Daniel? Sure, yeah. It says, uh, are you talking about Philippians 2? Yeah. Yeah, Philippians 2, 5 through 8 says, in your, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, but rather he made himself nothing by taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. So you're telling me that Jesus entered this world only to die on a cross, Daniel? Yes. Okay. And why is that? There's only one reason. He, he loves us. He loves his creation. He loves his children. And he, didn't, he does not want us to, to spend an eternity away from him. So he realized that there is a, a road that needs to be paved to make a way for us to, to be with him in the end, in eternity. So that's why he did it, because he loved us. Yes, love is the key in all of this. And let me say, for those of you who are hurting out there, maybe you believe in who Jesus is and maybe you believe in who God is, um, but maybe you're just hurting. You're in a dark place. You've had a lot of difficulties throughout life, but even 2020. Um, if you believe in Jesus, let me say, this is not our home. We have a kingdom awaiting for us. Uh, there's the new heavens, the new earth. Eventually, all of this will be wiped away. Um, so this is not our home. We have an eternal destiny to spend with our heavenly father forever. And that is huge. And that's something we have to remember that any pain we go through now, first of all, we have to remember that Jesus went through this pain himself. In fact, in the time of Jesus' crucifixion, talk about political drama. It was there. Uh, they There was so much political drama in his days uh, back to where they were willing to release a actual prisoner, Barabbas, uh, over Jesus, who was this perfect example. It made no logical sense, but they were willing to do that. And so Jesus lived in a very difficult time as well. Maybe there was no virus, but there was sickness. There's always been sickness around, um, but there's hope. And so maybe you don't believe. Maybe you have a lot of questions of what God, who God is, and that's okay. Um, let me say, following Jesus is challenging, and it, but it's also very helpful. And so um, there may be a lot of questions you have after this, but let me say, if you are just like, man, I need hope in my life and I want to follow Jesus, uh, it consists of first, you must confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he rose from the dead uh, three days. Dan, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Um. So let me say there is there is hope uh, to where Jesus came into the world and uh, <clears throat> there's obviously challenges that we face in our life, but uh, profess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Uh, confess your sins 
uh, and he will forgive you. He will save you. He promises that. Now, with the life of confessing and believing, there comes repentance. And this involves turning from your sin completely uh, so that you may be restored daily. Now, this is a process. It's a sanctification process, which basically means it's a slow uh, process to make you more and more like Jesus. And you're going to mess up and you're going to fail. But if you have any questions about that, please feel free to email me in the link below. Uh, I'd be happy to answer any questions. I'm sure Daniel would be happy to answer any questions mm -hmm. you may have down the road. So, man, I just want to provide you all with hope that this year is wrapping up. Uh, we have difficulties ahead of us. It's, it's just life in general. Uh, but I'm so thankful that God decided to send his son into this world so that we could have a savior. So without further ado, we are going to have some fun this evening um, or this morning. <laughs> but I want to do just some questions for you and I, Daniel, just to kind of banter back and forth. Um, but beyond that, I want to say, make sure you listen very carefully to the questions, but we will put these questions in the link below as well. But our request to y'all is, is if you want the opportunity to win some gift cards, uh, we haven't decided on the full number, but I'm thinking three or four gift cards of Starbucks gift cards of $10 each. Um, I'm going to gift three or four of y'all. Uh, and this is what you have to do. You have to give us answers to all the questions that we talk about, which is, I, I believe, a total of 10. Uh, and we just are doing this so we can kind of get to know you better and hear about your tradition. I love hearing other people's stories and where they came from and all that. And I know Daniel likes to hear that as well. Um, so we're going to start off with these questions. Make sure... The only way you can enter into this uh, drawing, so to speak, because Daniel and I will randomly pick out three emails, three or four emails, um, is if you email a response. And if you can't email me, you can send Daniel a message, whatever, wherever it takes. Um, but you'll have up to January 1st to get all the emails in. So on January 2nd or January 3rd, we will look through the emails and figure out who we want to give that to uh, and pick it at random. So first question, Daniel, what is your favorite tradition growing up? Favorite Christmas tradition growing up? I think I would have to say um, back when I was a young, a wee young lad, oh, yeah. uh, we would spend Christmas with my Aunt Mildred. And one of the things that really uh, stood out to me uh, and has always stuck out to me during the holiday season is uh, the nativity scene and, you know, what Jesus represents to us Christians. I think we did a great job of that back when I was a kid. Uh, and my Aunt Mildred's, we would actually act out the Christmas story. Uh, so my grandpa would read, or our grandpa would read the Christmas story, Jesus' birth. And we would all dress up as shepherds and Joseph area and have a little fake this and it was just it was a good time yeah no i definitely i definitely remember that for sure um 
that was a that was a fantastic time. Uh, I remember growing up and doing the Christmas story and Paw Paw and just all the fun that comes with that. Okay, what is the best gift you've ever received? So the best gift that I've ever received, it's kind of, I haven't received it yet, which is uh, kind of a story in and of itself. But last year for Christmas, my wife got me tickets to a Chris Stapleton concert. Um, so I was super pumped, super excited. Chris Stapleton is one of my all-time favorite artists. Um, but unfortunately, due to COVID, um, that concert was... Uh, postponed and it was supposed to be this past March um, so unfortunately we weren't able to go to it it was then postponed to no November a couple months ago and then again it was postponed to August of 2021 so unfortunately I still have not received that gift but I've, I'm pumped to be able to redeem it in 2021 because yeah. we all know 2021 has to be a better year than 2020 right I sure hope so Okay, so my favorite gift uh, is actually a Brian, my brother, uh, bought me a, a Texas Stadium Dallas Cowboys stadium seat chair. Um, and he actually had a guy uh, that was like selling them. He put like, like rockers on them. So it's like a little rocking chair. Definitely one of my top gifts. Um, and it's actually like fairly comfortable, but so cool and i was blown away okay so top three favorite christmas movies daniel i'm gonna let you answer this because you have the exact same christmas movies that i have yes we did not plan this uh, now i do want to ask you uh i'm gonna list mine in order from favorite to least favorite they're my top three but you know my, my number one would probably be probably be elf Santa! Which, Santa's coming, buddy. That's um, color. So Elf would be number one. Uh, number two for me would be Christmas with the Cranks. There's surprisingly been a lot of people that have not seen that. We had a group of friends over for Bible study last week, and none of them saw Christmas with the Cranks. Hmm. So I actually said, "All right, we're just going to watch that. We're going to have a party tonight, and we're going to watch Christmas with the Cranks." So I was able to introduce that to them. And it was a good time. I think they enjoyed it. Um, my third would be Home Alone. You just, it's a classic. You can't go wrong with Home Alone. No, you can't. Okay. So mine, I would say Elf, Home Alone, and Christmas with the Cranks uh, easily. Okay. Now on to food. This is something that Daniel and I are obsessed with. We love food. Um, but Daniel, what would you consider a, a Christmas meal? So I know that you're going to disagree with me on this, um, but to me, a Christmas meal is ham, turkey, cranberry sauce, uh, dressing, rolls, green bean casserole, corn casserole, the absolute fixings, and then pumpkin pie at the end for dessert. To me, that's, to me, you only get that meal once or twice a year. You got to make the most of it. True. Well, I do disagree with you. Um, I, man, I would say, honestly, I, I'm not much of a traditional meal type of guy, even with Thanksgiving. Uh, I just, uh, simply love food <laughs> as you know. And, uh, this really? year, 
Yeah, I know. It's shocking. Um, this year, I was really looking forward to eating fajitas with the family. Um, so I'm not going to be able to do that. But I would say, dude, as long as I have food, I'm a happy camper. Um, Amen to that. Food is well. Uh, food is good. The best food that there is, Tacos La Banqueta. Daniel knows about this place. It's a place in Dallas. I'm in the Dallas area. And they have the best street tacos known to mankind. So I would say Mexican food. If I had to pick a Christmas dinner, I would say Mexican food. Fajitas tonight ain't happening, but I'm going to make the best of it. Um, okay. So do you, like each year, I know that you talked about Christmas tradition earlier. Um, do you, do y'all have like, or I guess we, do y'all have like a, um, a, a Christmas tradition to like read the Christmas story? Uh, I know that we, when we had and acted out the play, of course that gave us a reason to read the Christmas story, but unfortunately we don't do that as much um, here in the recent years. Uh, I know that with Nicole's family, her dad always reads the Christmas story, which is always cool, but I think it's very important to always make that a staple um, in your Christmas time with family just because it's the main reason that we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. So I, I am with you there. As we said earlier, we did the Christmas, but we used to do it growing up. Um, I want to try to implement that a little more uh, in the family and just try to remember that this is simply about Christmas and not gifts. Uh, but we don't read it anymore, but we did used to, although I still do try to uh, look over uh it each year okay so daniel i'm gonna ask for your least favorite christmas song or your favorite song either one um i think i put down my favorite <laughs> but you can share either one um so i'm gonna go ahead and share my favorite just in case you want to share a favorite as well if you need to think about it for a second um my favorite christmas song and y'all are gonna think i'm crazy is Christmas Shoes, which is done by a new song. It's a, it's a very Such sad, a sad song. It's a very sad song, but it's a beautiful song as well because the kid talks about his mom spending time with Jesus. And to me, that's just beautiful. The circumstance is terrible. But, and I know you're going to think something's wrong with me, and you're probably right. But I cry every time I hear that song. You know that, right? I did not know that but now I know to play it around you. So I love that song. It's just a beautiful picture of like us being with Jesus. Um, but I guess a more jolly song or songs is I've been listening through the Phil Wickham Christmas album, the latest one, like nonstop. So I love that. Um, I don't really have a least favorite song. At least I don't think I do. Maybe there's a song out there that I cringe every time it comes mm -hmm. on. So what's yours? So probably my my all-time favorite, uh, a couple of my all-time favorite Christmas songs are Joy to the World and Go Tell It on the Mountain. I just love those songs because they're really upbeat and they just talk about the joy of Christmas and the hope that we have in Jesus. And yeah. um, kind of going towards my least favorite Christmas songs. Um I think most of you would know 
the reasons behind why I don't really like these songs, but Santa Baby, it's just it's just a weird Christmas song. Yeah. It's kind of sexual. Yeah. Um, it's just weird. And then Baby, It's Cold Outside. Of course, there's a lot of controversy behind that. We won't get into that. <laughs> but um, both of those songs are not really my favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. Okay. Here's the big question. Are you a procrastinator when it comes to Christmas shopping? Or are you the guy that's on top of it? You're buying gifts earlier in the year. You know, surprisingly, I am not a procrastinator shopper. But I procrastinate in everything else in life. Um, I think the, the, the main reason why I'm not a procrastinator for Christmas shopping is I just love shopping i love christmas shopping i know that as a guy that's weird i know one of my friends julian he was talking to me the other day about how he just started christmas shopping like two days ago and he was just talking about how much he hated it and how much of a hassle it is and how busy it is and i was like dude if you just like get your shopping done during black friday weekend like i do like i get all my shopping done then and it's so easy it's so convenient because all everything's on sale. I hope he's uh, right. But no, some some people choose to do it last minute, and they just have to deal with long lines and busyness, and it's not fun. So I try to stray away from that. Well, false. I disagree with you because I don't have to deal with long lines. I go to Amazon. Oh. I have Amazon Prime, so I get one day shipping or two day shipping. And living in Dallas, there's a lot of one day shipping. Because there's a lot of Amazon factories around here. Well, there you go. So I am definitely total opposite of Daniel. I am a procrastinator when it comes to Christmas shopping. I'm scrambling last minute to get the gift. And I'm on Amazon looking to see, is it going to arrive on December 24th? Thankfully, this year, I managed to get all the gifts to arrive on time. Um, and hopefully Daniel likes his gift this year. Which I hope so. Transitions into one of the questions here is, who would you say is the most difficult to buy for? I know I'll go ahead and start this off. It's you, dude. Every year, without fail, I struggle to buy for Daniel because he doesn't really tell me what he wants. And we also have this thing to where we've been giving gifts to each other, gift exchange for years. And it's always been difficult to nail down exactly what he likes because there's been gifts that I've given him in the past and he kind of looks at me and goes, thank you for this gift that I didn't want. So this year... There's been, there's been some of those on your end that I have gave you there too. Yes. Daniel's given me gifts before where I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to use it for? So, but it's funny. But this year I'm pretty confident, hopefully like your gift. Uh, if you don't, don't call me. Um, but Daniel, who would you say is the most difficult? It's weird because some years it's you. Um, just because I don't, I don't know what to get you. But, but here in the most recent years, you've made it very convenient for me because you actually fill out a Amazon wish list, and you send that to me, and so I just know exactly what you want. Yep. Um, this year, I will have to say, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, I don't think I got you anything from your Amazon wish list. 
Nice. So I'm I'm just nervous. I'm just hoping that you like it. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. But um, honestly, my mom, she's very hard to shop for. Um, my mom is one of the most self selfless people that I know. And because of that, she doesn't really have any materialistic things that she asks for or needs just because she has it all, really, and she doesn't really need anything. But I end up figuring out, figuring it out every year. I ask my dad for some ideas, and my sister is very helpful as well. So uh, in the end, it works out. I think she's going to really like her gift this year. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, there's two more questions, and then we're going to wrap up this ep- this Christmas episode. Okay, we'll end on the, the travel question, but um, Daniel, is there a Christmas gift that you wanted as a kid that you just never received? Mom, Dad, I hope um, you're listening. Uh, off the top of my I've really been thinking about this question posed to me, but off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything specific that I can like think, oh, you know, back in 20, uh, 2006, I really wanted this or I really, really wanted that. But, um, you know, I got my first phone in the ninth grade and it was not an iPhone. And I was just happy to get a phone in the ninth grade because all of my friends had them like in the sixth or seventh grade. So I was thrilled just to have my little Samsung flip phone that I really wish I still had. It was an awesome phone, but I'm sure down the road somewhere, I really wanted an iPhone. And so, yeah, that'd probably be my answer to that. Okay. And I have one now, so. Well, that's good. Uh, I think for mine, I really wanted Heelys really bad, which is like shoes with wheels on the bottom of the back of them. I remember, I'm pretty sure that's like one of the Christmas gifts I kept begging my parents, but they were like over a hundred dollars and my parents were not rich enough to get me them, I guess. Are those those shoes that you, that you rollerblade on? Yeah. You, you, you skate on? Yes. Actually, I kind of grown to despise them now. Whenever you see teenagers rolling through a store, (laughs) uh, I'm like, Oh, teenagers. (laughs) the old grumpy man Um, that was you back then my friend yes that was except i wasn't rolling on them although you did not have them it probably would have been a disaster if i was on them because i am extremely uncoordinated and not athletic at all so i probably would have just been falling all the time okay oh oh. <laughs> Speaking of uncoordinated, the guy that spilled hot chocolate on his keyboard. Yeah, it would have been funny if you had it on yours. <laughs> but yeah. Um, last question. Where would you travel to on Christmas if you had any choice? There's no there's no money. Li- I mean, literally, you have all the resources at hand. You can travel anywhere you want to go. It's paid for everything. So no restrictions, no cost restrictions, no travel restrictions. I would probably choose, honestly, anywhere that had snow. I've always wanted to spend Christmas in snow and have a white Christmas. Unfortunately, Odessa has only had like one or two of those in my lifetime, and I was really small, and I didn't really get to enjoy it. But honestly, Montana, Wyoming, Oregon, 
South Dakota, North Dakota, anywhere up north, I would love to spend Christmas there. Okay. You mean to tell me what? What about you? Isn't winter wonderland? No, it is not. It is dirt and debris and dryness. Dusty wonderland. <laughs> That's uh, right. Well, so here in Dallas, there's no snow. I am the same as you. I really do want to be around snow. I would love to spend Christmas in Alaska. Um, That'd be fun. I have never been to Alaska, uh, but it is my dream place to live as well as <laughs> um, be there. And here's why I want to live there. And also Christmas would be really cool there. Although be terrible to be that far apart from my family um there's no like reptiles that i know of that live in alaska because it's so cold and i don't like reptiles i don't like snakes lizards frogs you name it i don't like it don't want to see it i'd rather have a tarantula crawling up my back than any of that so i think alaska would be beautiful be a really cool Christmas to be in a cabin with the whole family. So maybe if I did really well on this podcast, uh, I can take the whole family on a cruise on an Alaskan cruise. There we go. So donate to the link <laughs> below. Donate the link below. <laughs> I love to go for yeah. Christmas to Alaska. Do it for the sake of Daniel and I. <laughs> Let our dream <laughs> vacation become a reality. Okay. Well, man, it has been fun to do this podcast with you, Daniel. Uh, I know we're doing this virtually. Uh, Hopefully there wasn't a ton of glitches. I know here and there kind of cut in and out. Um, But hey, y'all, I'm sorry. We wanted to do this in person. But again, circumstances and everything that's happening in the world right now, we just weren't able to meet up. Um, But I want to thank everyone for joining this podcast today, this episode. Now, I'm going to remind y'all once again, you have a chance to win $10 gift cards to Starbucks. Again, you have to answer all the questions that we just talked about. Uh, You as a family can do it together just to kind of reminisce on what it's been like for y'all in Christmases and make sure you email uh my email below or you can email Daniel and Daniel will get a link to that as well but I'd prefer that you email contemporary controversy podcast at gmail.com just so I can get to know my audience just a little bit better uh this podcast is available on Spotify Apple um in Google Podcasts as well uh, this will be on video as well. So I am just... It'll be on YouTube as well? It'll be on YouTube. Contemporary Controversy is, a, is the YouTube channel. Uh, I'll put the link in the description below. Um, and so, man, I want to wish everyone... Just a, oh, and but last thing. Um, make sure you email all 10 questions and the answers to them. By January 1st, let's start off the new year great with the $10 Starbucks gift card. We'll choose three to four random, um, but make sure you email me by January 1st. Daniel and I will pick it on January 2nd or 3rd, figure out who the three winners are, um, and then we may even announce them. So we'll see uh, what happens in the end. But thank you so much, Daniel, for joining this Christmas episode. Uh, it was an honor. I had so much fun. Yes, I would love 
Daniel, is there any last uh, words that you want to tell the audience? No, I would just say, you know, my, my cousin Chad here is really uh, trying to grow his his podcast platform. And I would really encourage you to listen to the podcast that, that he has and, you know, previous podcasts that, he, that he's done in the past. Uh, I've listened to most of them personally, and I really enjoy them. So I just want to offer my support and Chad, thank you for what you're doing here at Contemporary Controversy Podcast. Uh, my hope and prayer is that it ultimately uh, reaches people for Jesus. And, yes, amen. Well, uh, and I know, yeah, I know you have a heart for that. And so I appreciate you, you being willing to do that. Well, I appreciate your kind words. Uh, you can follow through with action by donating in the link below. <laughs> you're like, I don't oh, I'm your guest. So I thought you were going to give money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So donate for Daniel. Um, <laughs> and thank you all for listening and supporting um, and just giving me a chance to hear what I have to say. Um, now, last but not least, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. If you do feel led to give any by any means, there will be uh, opportunities to give in the link below. Uh, but also uh, know that all giving, I will give 15% of whatever you give, every gift that someone gives, I will give 15% of that towards a Christian charity of your choice. Um, Compassion International is my national or it's my natural giving to. Uh, but thank you all for joining the Contemporary Controversy podcast. I hope to see you next time. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you.